Like, this is the one, this is the flavor, this is the star of the goddamn show. Put you on matinee every day of the week. <laughs> You're my star, baby. <laughs> Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Why do I feel so awkward getting into it now? I know, I know. Like it's it's not like riding a bike. Riding a bike would be much easier. You just get on and go. This is a little bit well no. Sorry, as I discussed before we started this, I ripped my vagina on a bike (laughs) this weekend. So no, nothing is like riding a bike. Perfect segue for that. Yeah. Um, Let's get into that in a minute. Yeah, we can wait. Uh, Yeah, let's um chat about welcome back, first of all. To you and to me. <laughs> Thank you. We both took some time off multiple times during this last few months just for mental health, which I think is important. First with Very COVID. Mm-hmm. And then a race war happened through COVID, which was important. Black Lives Matter yeah. movement. Yeah. We're living through uh, a pandemic and a civil rights movement. And that's really important. Both of those things are very traumatic for sure. Um, One of them we can understand a lot more. Um, Yeah. I get hot even just talking about the Black Lives Matter stuff because I just feel like I don't understand it, but I also am like so affected by it that I'm like, like I'm like a toddler. Like I know I'm feeling stuff, but I don't know how to express it because I don't have like the right tools. Yeah. No, but I, I'm like upset. It's been it's been really challenging to kind of just navigate everyday life knowing what's going on. Like focusing on work right now is incredibly difficult because I can't turn off that like empathetic part of my brain that's like, why are you acting like everything is normal when the world is literally on fire? when so many of our, our friends are living through like the most important civil rights movement in our time mm-hmm. and just seeing all of the injustice, like obviously it's always been there, but just like seeing so much of it come to the forefront of everyone's consciousness is like, like how do you go on living your everyday life? Like how do you do it? And especially cause you're in a pandemic. So you're stuck at home and you're like forced to be, with your thoughts and you can't put a bar and ignore it. So like now you're just like sitting with like these images and thoughts, which is good. I think that's, I think it's, it's incredibly important because like if we had something like sports as a distraction that we normally have, maybe not everyone would be taking it as seriously as they are right now. 1000%. And obviously like no one should ever die. And I don't like love that this happened because of like a death. But I also think that like, it happening during a pandemic was like good timing because people are just like have to like deal with stuff. Like we were already all on the same like level fields, like level playing field when it came to like the pandemic in a sense, like the entire world was going through the exact same thing. And so when this happened, I think everyone was like, oh my God, like just felt it more maybe. I don't know if that like makes any sense. Yeah. So 
we decided to take some some time away um, because we didn't want to pretend like everything was normal. We didn't want these two fucking privileged girls to go on chatting about their bullshit lives and stupid things when really, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but. No, it's like, because the day I think we had planned to do like this, like, I don't even know what it was with your friend, which I still want to do. It was like a really good idea, but I also was like, I think it was like the literally the day everything was like starting yeah. popping off and I was like I don't think I can do that like we both said we can, couldn't do this because we were just like I was just sad also like just could not get my thoughts straight and I was just like yeah really I don't know I think the hardest thing for me has been if I'm not to make this about me in any way shape or form is like social media I just truly don't know what the right thing to say is on social media and like not saying anything doesn't feel right so I'm, like, trying to find that, like... Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of um, our mutual friends are really, really great at posting things that are very informative, actionable things that you can do to actually make a difference, um, and are keeping us really, I guess, in the loop of, like, what we can be doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, finding things like that to share is important and is great. Um, something that I haven't really been doing enough. Um, but that's why I'm so thankful for the friends who kind of are so much more active there. But um, some things that we have been doing, I know that me and Courtney have chatted about this, but signing literally every petition under the sun. My inbox, and I'm not mad with this, is just full of petition emails and I'm like not upset about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Buying books. I bought a lot of books because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to read. Actually, someone I know, he, he, my friend, put a thing on uh, Instagram saying if everyone bu- buys this book, I don't remember what the exact book was, but it was like an anti-racism book, I will and send me the receipt. I will donate that to um, Black Lives Matter. I think they ended up like donating like two or three thousand dollars to like wow. that but I was like that's such a good idea it's like amazing I just I bought the book because I was like well I want to buy it anyways and that's such yeah, a good yeah. concept to get people yeah, to do yeah. stuff no that's amazing um I think another really important thing is we obviously have relatives and maybe like some people in our lives that grew up in a different time and don't necessarily understand everything and they Mm -hmm. they're a product of a different time so sitting them down and having those conversations with them and explaining to them why things are the way that they are and why that's not okay has been very helpful because I mean you can't blame them to a certain extent um but like things like hey, maybe don't say that word. Maybe change it around and say this instead. Maybe this is closer to what you're trying to say. Or uh, (laughs) just like educating them in in small ways because... I think like the tough conversations are like the most important thing you can do. Mm -hmm. I've actually been really lucky that my family's really understanding. I think like my parents a couple times have said things like not racist, but like just like ill-informed that like Mm -hmm. weren't right and I just like we just had a conversation about it but like my grandparents who like my family grew up on an island where there was like no one of color at all and so like to say that my family didn't say things in the past and like not in a racist mean way just like in an uneducated way Mm -hmm. not my parents but like my grandparents 
it happened and like but now they're just like so like I was at their house and I was like almost in tears when the George Floyd stuff happened and they were like so angry like about like about it happening and I was like shocked like I should have expected more from them but they like they were just yeah it was just weird to see this like one event affecting everyone so deeply that like may have not had the right mindset before mm-hmm. was interesting yeah and my small town friends though I haven't had this conversation but I know my friends have had conversations with them and I want to talk with them because they're very frustrating but I think my small town friends are the worst and so like if my grandparents who are 90 are like aware and like woke <laughs> and supporting this and you who are is like 30 to 20 28 29 yeah are making this about you or finding like a way to be racist in this I yeah. like deal with you you're immediately unfollowed <laughs> I actually went on and unfollowed all my friends that followed Donald Trump and sorry not all my friends that followed him the people who liked his posts yeah, so, yeah. Like, some people might follow him just to, like see what's the craziness going on but like the people that actually liked his posts I was like I don't care how long we've been friends I'm actually gonna unfollow you because yeah, I had some people on my list who were reposting some bullshit Candace Owens rhetoric that, like, made no sense and is clearly very ill-informed. And- the devil. I'll just say this right now. She's the devil. Yeah, I think that Tommy Lauren is maybe a step above her in terms of evil, on, on the evil scale. Caitlin Bennett as well, gun girl. Caitlin Bennett, like, Caitlin I'm- Caitlin Bennett. <laughs> Can't. I wish nothing bad on anyone other than Caitlin Bennett, to be honest. <laughs> Tommy Lauren like I hope they get like rehab and they like get their minds like figured out right because I truly think it's a mental illness to like think that like to hate that much yeah oh yeah 100% Caitlin Bennett is someone who just like tries to be mean yeah I don't think there's any help for her yeah no those three they're like the trifecta of like well obviously there's a million more like any fucking Fox News anchor I want to immediately punch in the face um but those three specifically, I'll occasionally like go onto their Twitter feeds to be like, okay, this is something that is so like clearly wrong that there's no way they can spin this. And they try and spin it. And I'm like, this is, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. So I've had to like unfollow um, and delete a whole bunch of people, not a whole bunch. Like I don't have that many fucking crazy people, but like the, a few ones who are active in that conversation and are taking that rhetoric seriously i'm like you're done you off we, we ain't we ain't this is not a thing i don't I care so many friends following candace owens and i'm like what again i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and hope that you're just following her just to kind of like follow the madness but even then like why are you giving her time of day yeah she but was I- getting on my nerves before um the most recent wave of of the black lives matter movement was going on like when it was still just about covid um because she was posting things like oh it's an election year obviously there's gonna be something that's affecting our perception of the fucking president and his job that he's doing and i'm like it takes a next level narcissist to think that a global pandemic that is affecting the entire world has any bearing on i don't understand siri shut up oh my god mine did too (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, but like any like to make an entire global pandemic about you and your stupid country and their election. Sorry to our American listeners and followers, your country's not stupid. It just is at the moment. Um, True. But like that's narcissism. 
I'll be honest though, the country's a bit stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like truly it is. Like the people, not everyone in it is stupid, but the country as a whole. The country itself. Not the land. The land is beautiful. There's beautiful people. But the country of America is yeah. stupid. Like everything Last backwards, it really is. The, the law <laughs> is dumb. Like it yeah. doesn't even make sense. I'm like, you know what blows my mind is today there's that thing with the two people outside their house with the guns. Yeah. Who are like very rich human beings. That on its own is like, I can't even begin. But what made me more like mind boggled is that like, my American friends were retweeting it and being like, she's not holding the gun right. And I'm like, that's no, your takeaway? Like, <laughs> I literally had four friends who retweeted being like, don't give her a gun if she can't hold it right. I was like, don't give her a gun at all. Period. Yeah, like, let's just take, take that little stupid handgun away from her. Like, I'm like, I, that's, I just think that's the thing is like, it's like the mindset, like in Canada, obviously people, I grew up with like a family of hunters, like there's whatever, but like, guns are just like not a thing that we just like see and are like oh yeah okay but she's not holding it right we're just like oh my god they have guns like they're terrorists like in my mind they're like actually yeah bad people when i yeah. see guns and so i'm like i don't know i just like that's what blew my mind is like yeah that's totally fair i know a lot of lovely americans i just think that like i feel bad for the lovely ones because same you're kind and of i feel bad for the ones who are trying to make it lovely yes and who are just getting shit on left and right like it just doesn't make sense to me the mentality over there it just if i read the word libtard one more time i'm gonna fucking lose it i just can't it's just crazy because like obviously again like we both know lots of people who are lovely and beautiful human beings from america but like i don't i don't understand like i think looking in every country in the world is like what sorry like yeah. what's happening and the, and a lot of people don't see it and I'm like I don't get like I would be so aware if like Canada was doing something stupid I'd be like this is mortifying like I would be so and I am I'm very hyper aware of the things that we do that are stupid like a thousand percent indigenous oh. people like so much stuff here in Canada I'm like this is cringy I hate this like and I just don't see like some people that I don't have awareness and I'm like yeah like when like when they're trying to like passed that legislation for like building the pipeline or whatever and like reading about that I was like how we it's us like why are why are we to be the good one hi <laughs> I'm like I'm like stamping my feet I'm like come on <laughs> we have to have a hot prime minister and that's it that's as far as we go yeah. oh I don't know I said that as a Canadian as I could <laughs> yeah see now I'm getting sweaty I feel like you and I could talk about it forever yeah I just hope to leave well a i just realized i said before that we were on level playing fields with the pandemic what i meant was not like race i meant like just like we were all quarantining at the same time yes yeah yeah yeah. just to before i have to come back next week and be like just a corrections corner (laughs) Uh, not at all what i meant that we were all in the same playing field but um i also just wish everyone there the best in like not in a condescending way no sorry the nice people i wish them the best truly and the bad people, I like wished you the best, honey. <laughs> <Sweetie>. <laughs> Babe, I can't. I hope everything ha- works out for you. Oh God! And the I most wish nothing but the best for you. Nothing but the best. <laughs> You're sorry, guys. Uh, Mila's drinking out of a, of a tiny prosecco bottle, but she's drinking out of it like as if 
she hates her husband of 20 years and like her kids did not turn out the way she wanted them to be (laughs) yeah I uh, remember um, way back early in the pandemic season when I said I wasn't drinking for first little while I did make it about two months when do we lock down March April April, May two months Two full months of drinking, and now I'm hitting it harder than I would have if I like hadn't taken those two months off. So, same girl. Welcome back, Mila. Back yeah. on the back on the horse. I'll be honest. The first couple times of drinking for me weren't great. I I'm not someone who blacks out ever. Uh-huh. I didn't black out, but I was like very like an outer body experience because like my tolerance was so low that I was like a few drinks I was like wow I'm drunk uh, and I just when like, was this when uh well my birthday was like the one oh. I can think of. oh my god yeah we haven't even oh. spoken about that <laughs> I, did not, I did not remember before he turned 30 <laughs> did you oh okay so the listeners I'm sure are dying to know yeah number one question on everyone's mind for sure did you figure out how to do the splits before 30 I did not ah I know I'm I'm ashamed but I just showed Mila a video. I did like a tilt. If you're a dancer, you know a tilt is like a um, like a side split, standing side split. Um, so that's as close as I'm getting to it. I mean, you had Sorry. nothing but time. I learned how to do the Rubik's Cube, and that is... You also got in shape during quarantine. You're an actual freak of nature. You know what I did during quarantine? I cried for most <laughs> of it. I ate my weight in whatever I could and justified it and did nothing. You know what? To each their own. Yeah. Honestly, like once again, yeah, I did manage to get in shape for a little bit. That was really great. Um, but now I like ate like a bag of fucking Miss Vicky's for dinner. So I would just like you to not be so like um I was gonna say conceited, but that's not the right word. Um what's the right word? I don't know what you're you <laughs> Where you're being like modest, modest. <laughs> um yeah. You're being, Mila looks fucking amazing. She literally, like, looks amazing. So, like, let me just stop you right there. Thank you so much. She did lose weight. She put the work in. And while all of us were getting fucking fat as fuck, I'll just say it, we all did, you were getting in shape. And that deserves an award of some sort. I don't know. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Now, let's uh, move on to um, things that aren't about me, because that really does make me uncomfortable when I know it's like about yeah. me. Um, so let's talk about uh, how you busted your vagina on a bike. Oh, yeah, I did. I ripped my vagina. Um, I went to the beach on Saturday with friends to distance. Which so beach? Sunny side. You weren't one of those assholes at Woodbine Beach just no. fucking crying. No. We went to Sunnyside and it was actually very empty. Um, Sunnyside Pavilion, like the one on Lakeshore? Yes. Okay. Um, and so we went there. It was actually like really empty. It was so hot. So there was like no kids. Everyone was very far apart. Um, as prides, we like had to do something, right? So I rode my bike there. I'm ter- I Sorry. I just brought my bike to Toronto like two weeks ago. I'm not a bike rider. I don't do this Toronto biking thing, but I'm not going to go on, on TTC and I'm not going to take an Uber anytime soon um, because I think I'm just like so aware of germs now. I don't even think I want to take an Uber or anything past COVID because I'm like, ew. But I was riding down, my friend Carly picked me up, we're riding down the road and I hit a bump and my seat broke 
like went like flip back mm-hmm. which was fine but then like coming back I was drunk I tried riding my my bike again with a broken seat like I've been like guys go ahead it's fine but then everyone was like waiting for me because they're so fucking nice which is like obnoxious and so then me being me I'm like okay I'm just gonna like power through this and then powering through with a broken seat again I hit a bump and I could like oh. feel like a not a good feeling oh, and then no. I ripped my vagina oh no the skin is very sensitive down there it's very thin yeah like I think it's that's by design it just ripped it's not bad I'm not like I don't need like stitches it's just like (laughs) it's just not good either yeah that ain't a good scene so you will not be I won't be having sex and I won't be having sex only because of my vagina that's the only reason I'm not only having reason. It. Got it. Got it's it. not like I have sex so lined up for myself, but I will just not be having it because of this. Have um, you been seeing anyone, talking to anyone, doing the whole fun little flirty flirt? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. No one likes me, I don't think. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> don't give me that. Literally. <laughs> I think I think this is what I think. I think, I don't know what I think. I think think what happens is I meet somebody and I have like a really, really good connection with them. And my biggest thing is sense of humor. And I'm like, this is the one, this is the flavor. This is the star of the goddamn show. Put you on matinee every day of the week. (laughs) You're my my star, baby. You're hired. Let's (laughs) do this. Let's do this. Um, And then they don't like me back. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm over this. Okay, I feel like that happened to you literally, like, maybe once, and, like, you're letting that... Twice! ...out of your judgment. Twice. So there was that most recent guy on Tinder or whatever, Bumble, Hinge, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Who ghosted you. Yeah. As a reminder to everyone, again, it's been a while, Courtney got ghosted by a guy that I said, this guy ain't for you, sis. And I feel like... Happy birthday. Of course he did. Of course he did. Did he say stranger at the end of it? Happy birthday, stranger. Oh, no, he didn't. No, I would literally block and delete. <laughs> I'm blocking and delete. And what my ex. That? My ex is the other one who I was just like, we had like the best sense of humor connection. Okay, yeah, but that wasn't that he didn't like you. You guys dated for a long time. Yeah, and then <laughs> he had some issues that he needed to sort out on his own. Which were That's that he didn't hell, you. <laughs> understand that I was the best thing that was ever going to happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> um and this ex also messaged you on your birthday did he not he did yes he did so wait am i am i a catch is what we're saying right now oh my god okay that is exactly you're you're newfoundland's finest catch the catch of the day catch of the day i just i'm this is no offense to men and we know you've had luck with dating recently (laughs) sorry what what'd you say you've had luck with dating recently but this is no offense with to men. Okay. But men in Toronto aren't all that f- great or funny or just like Christmas. Like I would say like every few are, but most I talk yeah. to them and I'm just like, I want to shoot myself in the head. Like how have so many got ahead without personality? You know, like that's one of life's many, many mysteries. How? How? I don't know. I don't know. And women. I'm not giving men the hard end of the stick here. I'm just both women too. I see many women in Toronto 
and I know I'm being tough on Toronto, but this is like my only like range of like experience the last few years. But there are women and women I know closely who have zero personality, like zero. Yeah. And are just like, it's like talking to a fucking like I don't even know no substance like a, like a bowl of plain oatmeal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, truly though. Like, I would probably get more out of that plain oatmeal than I would from like the dry ass person. You would. You'd at least get full of something. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just like talking to fucking air, and I'm just like, no. I feel like I'm being so vengeful right now because I'm like, no one loves me, and these people suck. But truly, I just want to get into the mind of some people. Again, Toronto people who like go very much off looks and like. Oh yeah. Toronto's a very superficial place. So superficial. Sure. But people, like, literally, like, live off looks and, like, the bars they know and the money they have and, like, the jobs they have. And I'm like, I can't talk about that for more than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. And that's my rant on Toronto dating. <laughs> well, I mean, also, you've been not really able to meet anyone organically over the last four months. So... Yeah, you're gonna run into a fucking wall when you're trying to date and I not. Did, I did keep up my stalking though for the four months. I did continue to stalk the men I thought were the exes. Oh, everyone. Yeah, physically stalking. Physically, that was my walk. Oh right, right on your walks. Oh god, I thought you meant on the socials. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> Duh. Uh, does a fish breathe water? <laughs> believe so through its gills so yeah that's that is how i survive <laughs> the day my exes go on private is the day my life ceases to exist <laughs> you just gotta get the old fake profile out <laughs> i know I, I did that once and i got called out so hard how do they know <laughs> i don't fucking know to this day it's the ex i just talked about that like had mental issues because he realized i was the best he didn't realize i was the best thing that ever happened to him but I did create a uh, fake profile. I'm calling myself out so hard right now because I denied this to like the end. I was like, this is not true. But he was someone who like went um, around for his job, it was entertainment, and he would go every weekend and then like girls would follow him. And I'm like, for sure he's cheating on me. I knew he cheated on me at least once. And I was like, I would, I just started to get, you know, you get like really suspicious and like panicky. And so I was like, and so then I made this fake profiles, like to check the girl's stories who were following her like three in the morning. And then it just became this bad thing where I'd like just kept up with it. And I'd like check his friend's stories and it became toxic. And then I did delete it like after a few days, but then he called me out. So I'm like, I just don't know how he would know it was you. My only way he would know is that he went on my phone. Because I was so good. Like, I made, like, it was, like, called (laughs) travel photography. That's all it was called? (laughs) Yeah, but then I had, like, travel photography pictures. And people followed me. You went that deep into this that you made? No, no, because I had already had a photography page for, like, my photography. And so it was, like, an old one that I had, like, um like let die didn't want anymore and so i just switched the name to travel photography and everything well, maybe he knew about the original profile here like maybe oh, no, this was like done. this was from like like so long when like my my what not my my space instagram first started <laughs> it 
It was so old. It was you really so aging yourself there. I know. Um, but yeah, I, I think he went on my phone. I, my biggest thing, if I can give any advice, never start a fake Instagram post. <laughs> Ever. That's the one piece of advice that you want all of our listeners to know. Like, if you get, if I tell your grand, I'll tell my grandkids this, never start a fake social media profile because you get caught, you're psycho and you're not going to see anything that you want to see. You're not going to see what you, like, you're not going to like what you see is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. People suck and just let them suck and just trust them. <laughs> and you're welcome kids. <laughs> On that note, I was on a, I actually went on a date the other day. Lovely. <laughs> I'm actually so. a healthy human being. <laughs> so f- fuck me, right? <laughs> Mila, he's going to fucking cheat on you and then you're going to have to make a fake fucking profile. No, I just, I love that we're like going from my, like, no one loves me. I just created a fake profile. I like stalked all my exes during quarantine. You're like, anyways, I went on a date the other night that went so great. <laughs> Yeah, let's I feel like, like, even if, like, this does turn into anything and materialize into something, I won't have to ever make a fake profile with him. Although it's only been two diets, so we don't know yet. Yes, and you did park dates? Yes. Yes. Um, which park did you go to? The first time was Dufferin Grove, mm. which was conveniently located next to Dufferin Mall for the bathrooms. Because when you're having a few drinks in the middle of the park there's children around you can't just go squatting in bushes i told you the if anyone's from toronto the best date park (laughs) from someone who dates um is uh, i don't know why we keep on called bjork park it's not bjork park what is it york bigford park (laughs) is that what you said bjork bjork park i keep wanting to call it singer where's she from she's not from scandinavia where's she from bjork uh is it I don't know. Whatever. That's not here. Um, <laughs> any Bjork fans though out there? Any you? Please comment down below. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bickford Park. It's got bathrooms. There's no kids. There's dog. It's a dog park. So if it gets awkward, you can talk with the dogs. There's hills. You're welcome. Sorry. Okay. Back to your date. Um, and it went well. Was it awkward to find each other at the park? Yes, that was like the most difficult part of the date. Okay, this is what I was. This is what I, this is the flavor. This is what I thought. What? <laughs> the flavor? <laughs> this is what I thought. This is the thing I thought. Is like, that it's going to be awkward to meet find each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. For my friends, I'm like, I haven't, I can't find you guys. Yeah, totally. So we were on opposite ends of the park and Dufferin Grove is not that big, but there are like very defined access points. So like you can either come from that way, that way, this way. It's, it's a mess. Yeah. So he was on one end, I was on the other end, and I was like, he, he was like, the sports pitch. And I was like, what the fuck is a sports pitch? What oh, is no, that? not Canadian. No. <laughs> but what is a sports pitch? Like, a baseball diamond, isn't it? No, that's what I thought. So I was looking by the fucking diamond, nowhere to be seen. And he's wearing a very loud shirt, too. So I was like, there ain't no one with a loud shirt here. There's people with no shirts. Hold I can on. See that. Let's, hold on. Before you continue, I need to know. When you say a loud shirt, are we, what are we talking about here? Um, it was pink. Okay. With um, like one of those like like summer button ups. Okay. With I think like palm trees on it. If I'm not. Oh, I'll allow it. Okay, go for it. Continue. <laughs> I actually really like the shirt. 
No, I, I'm agreeing. I don't know why I pictured like a Mario Kart like t-shirt or something. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, okay, so when this name sports pitch, right? Apparently, like sports pitch to him means a, um, uh, a like a soccer field. Okay. But I was oh, like baseball okay. diamond. Okay, so sports pitch. I thought base- I would think I thought pitch baseball. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't play sports. I don't know sports. So anyways. You barely so- walk finally found each other um uh, but in a park any bigger than Dufferin Grove it would have been much more difficult yeah yeah and did you bring I have so many questions did you bring your own drinks did he bring all the drinks did one of you bring the blanket he he brought all the all the drinks uh and then we we both brought like we both brought a blanket okay social distancing kids did you do social that was my next question did you social distance properly or did you just say fuck it just like kind of sit closer um you can say you did sit closer because we were definitely like we were on our own defined space okay towards the end we were like we were literally fucking in the park (laughs) oh don't start that rumor you wouldn't be the first person to fuck in dufferin park dufferin grove Dufferin Grove. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we did not. Just had a cheeky little, little cheeky little peck, did ya? <laughs> cheeky little smooch sesh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you made the second date and you don't want to run because it's not for you. It's not like, um, does he like me? I don't know. It's like, do I like him? That's your thing. Yes. Typically in history, the history of my life, that yeah. has been the case. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And you feel good. Yeah. And then, so the next day, he messaged me right away. Wow. And continued on the conversation. What does that feel like? And I wasn't terrified about it, you know? Yeah. It didn't, it, it didn't disgust me. I love that. rare for me. Very rare, but very. Yeah. Because you did tell me, and I was like, I feel happy for you but also concerned <laughs> concerned that there's gonna be another guy that's like what the fuck did I do wrong yeah like, <laughs> like I, really it's nothing like, it's just me <laughs> no I'm happy for you thank you a so successful great. you know what honestly even if he just like never talks to you again which could happen no we're going out on Thursday Mila that's let great. me have this let I'm me sorry. have it okay so that you and I can maybe be the same <laughs> okay yes Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's Bring hear it. it back down to the same level. I know you're up here. <laughs> let's say he never talks to you again. Okay, let's say. At least you had a successful first date in Ooh, COVID I'm in kidding. Toronto. Yeah. In this day, this day and year of 2020. Yeah. And, and that me. Is, and, and you me as a person. Yeah. Because like normally I fucking hate first dates. You know that about me. I can't stand them. I they give me hives. Who does? I, I get actual, yeah, do you get actual hives? I get actual hives. No, I've never had a hive in my life. I don't actually know what that term is. I know that. How dare you? Because I'm, I get hives. Um, and I got so excited that we shared that. <laughs> I just like crushed my whole entire life. Here's my next follow-up question. I feel like Oprah right now. Um, I'm just like seamlessly like doing this interview. Um, for a third date, what would you do? We've already done You've already done park twice, Bila. You gotta figure it out. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, well, I have until Thursday to figure it out. AKA, no, I have until Thursday right now. For nope. to figure it out. Because um, I don't make decisions. Would you, are you comfortable doing a patio at this day and time in this economy? 
It depends on which patio. If it's fucking Ruby Soho, absolutely not. That absolutely. Not- <laughs> and let me tell you right now to my listeners, our listeners, <laughs> your listeners. <laughs> literally no one listens for me they're all like can you please mute that one side of the story um if you go to ruby soho reconsider <laughs> that's your message that's okay it. so if you've learned anything today it's a don't make fake instagram profiles to stalk lovers I hate that i use that word again and b and b if you want to go to ruby soho reconsider <laughs> i am i have been sitting with my thoughts for four months and when i tell you i'm deep and genius i'm being honest genius with the j um but yeah so like i probably would go to a patio just like not ruby soho um and not any of the, like the ones that are like super small you know mm. like i would go to like a sprawling patio where like you can actually distance me too yeah yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Let's all hold our breath and hope that this is the one. Not the one. Sorry, not the one. Not the, not the one. Well, I mean, I like, hope it's the one. But one I just, that doesn't make me run fucking yeah. screaming. But also, like, I hope it's the, whatever the one means, I, like, I think I've heard that before and I think I hope that for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're talking to someone who literally actually dated someone like, made him my boyfriend just so that I wouldn't have to cook my meals anymore. <laughs> that's on brand. Like, that's the type of person that I am. For sure. So, yeah. like, I want to, like, actually like someone because I like them, you know? This is, this is a great point because when I think about why I want a boyfriend, it's never because I'm, like, I want to, like, love a human being. It's always because I'm, like, I want to go for coffee. I, no, sorry. I don't want to go for coffee. I want someone to go get me coffee on Saturday mornings. Yeah. And like, I want someone to cook for me. I never think about the, like, the actual, like, liking a human being. See, so maybe yeah. I just feel like a maid. Or a personal assistant. I mean, yeah. But I, you know what? I had that. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, I'm surprised that you wanted that because I feel like you're independent. I am. And like, that's the issue. And like, and then it got like too much. Like if I was like, oh, my head, he would be like, what can I do? And he would like run to the store to like get, I don't know, fucking ice cream. Thinking that's, it would make that's like a girl's dream. <laughs> Honestly. And like, I was actually talking about him this past weekend. Um, he has this new girlfriend now. And I'm like, literally, if that girl is okay with having zero shred of independence, she will have it made. She will absolutely have it made. Like he's a great guy for someone who wants that. Yeah. I have never wanted that. That's why it didn't work. Um, I'm fully with you. I'm so independent to like a fault. Like my mom always says that's why I'm like single is because <laughs> I'm about to say I'm too chill. But I am <laughs> I am like very like someone who is like if you don't want to come, if you don't want to hang out with me, like when girls tell guys like you can't go with the guys cuz we're having a night tonight. Mm-hmm. that is so not me like to the point where I'm like if you don't want to hang out with me I don't want you to come over like yeah. never and I'm so chill about stuff like that my mom always says that's why I'm single is because like guys are like she's my friend but I just think it's a good quality I mean yeah I mean I feel like you need to have a healthy balance like there's got to be like some time I mean it's not like I see them like I don't want to see them every like once a month when yeah. they have time for me but I'm also like 
I, I could never imagine being like, no, you can't go with your friends that you really yeah, want to see. Yeah, yeah, you have cool. to hang out with me. Like not in a million years. Cause I can find something to do within five minutes. With friends. Okay. What about if he was hanging out with like good girl friends of his segue for you? Oh yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo! You're my gal. You're my gal. Um, <laughs> um, okay, this is actually very interesting because the last person that I liked very much had a lot of girlfriends, friends that were girls. Who that? Um, <laughs> oh, God damn. Okay. Go on. Proceed. Um, <laughs> and, um, at first I was like, well, that's kind of weird. I was like, but then I got over it. So if they were going to hang with girlfriends and they were friends with the girls before I met them and they've been friends for a while, no, I wouldn't care. Which is the segue is that a friend of mine has a friend. <laughs> it's my friend. I can't do it. I can't so <laughs> Honestly, in this instance, I feel like you should be like, fuck it. I'm going to tell this story about me and my friend. Because I know. I'm going to put you on blast, you cunt. Anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have all this, the details of the story, but essentially I didn't get invited to a wedding um, of a friend and of the opposite sex. I've been friends with for a very long time. And I feel weird about it. I don't feel bad or like sad or anything like that because I'm like, I don't want to go again. Just like I said, I don't want to go anywhere that no one actually wants me. Like, I just like would never want that. So like, I don't really care to like, be like, why didn't I, why can't I come? But it's like an interesting subject. Cause like now we're like 30, we're 30 people. We we're, we're in our thirties. We're like freshly in our thirties and literally <laughs> all I've said for the last like two weeks, it's like, I'm in my thirties now. You wouldn't understand. Um, is that like so many people, if you're dating someone, they obviously have friends who are female, male, whatever. And like, how do you proceed on being like a good person? And like, God forbid you were to get married, like before you get married, if like, for me, if I want to hang out with my guy friends at this age, I'm going to hang out with my guy friends Mm -hmm. with or without my boyfriend. If I date a guy who was like, no, you're not like, whatever. I'd like, I couldn't date them because yeah. like maybe like younger me, I'd be like, yeah, that's totally fair. But like now I'm like, that's absolutely not the case because like you're coming into my life and these are my people and that's it. And so I always wonder like, maybe that's easier for girls to say to guys, but like, I guess we need a guy for this opinion. But like, if you're dating someone and they come into your life and you have friends from before that and for them to say like, you can't be friends with them or they can't come to this thing or can't talk to that person. Like, how do you deal with that? I don't even know and so like on the front side of things I don't get my feelings hurt because I like know that I'm not in the wrong and it's like fine it's whatever but on the like if you were to for example Mila if you were to fall in love with this person um and he Is was that? like yeah and he was like you can't hang out with because you have a lot of guy friends and he was like I'd actually don't feel comfortable with you going out for a drink with x y and z like all balls, Mike. <laughs> All balls, Mike. Shout out to you. I love you so much. I hope you're doing well. I haven't spoken to you since my birthday. I love you. Um, that is a that is something that when I was younger, I told myself I would never make that mistake again because I was 20 years old in a relationship where I got that exact 
had that exact scenario play out. Mm-hmm. And my relationships suffered to the point that they never recovered. They, and they never got to where they were, like ever since. You mean your friendship relationships? Exactly, exactly. So in 10 years, I was, I'm still not able to repair the damage that that decision of me consciously saying, okay, to this person who really didn't have a right, you do not have a right no. to say that to anyone. Um, so yes. So I, I said, sure. Someone you don't trust. That's the thing. That's the first thing. If you're dating someone and you're like, your immediate thought is they can't hang out with these people because they're going to go sleep with them or whatever. You shouldn't yeah. be with that person. No, exactly. Exactly. And like, it would be different if like, if they, like, I don't know if I, how comfortable I would feel with like someone that I was absolutely in love with going out for dinner with an ex, but like for just like a completely platonic friend or like friends, mm-hmm. I don't see an issue with it. Because again, to your point, like if I trust, if like, if I don't trust them, then I shouldn't be with them type thing. So I will never make that mistake again with my guy friends. Like I, like they're, they're far too important to me for me to ever jeopardize them again. Yeah. No, I was in the same thing. I had like a a boyfriend who was like, did not want me talking to anyone, even his friends, like who we had mutual friends with. Like one time I was like texting one of his friends. My mom brings me vitamins every day. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Please take that out. I don't think I can. <laughs> Guys, Mila is taking vitamins that her mom brought her in a tiny little cup. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And you want to move? You want to move? Yes. <laughs> no, but I just, I agree with you. Sorry, just taking. <laughs> just, you know what? You, you get those vitamins in you. You get that blood pumping. What do you, it's, Sorry, what are you taking? What's what we should talk about? Okay. Please explain. I'll explain my vitamins if you explain your vitamins. Absolutely. Yeah. These are 30-year-old conversations. Um, I take milk thistle. Yeah. My liver, because I'm a bit of I'm a drinker. an alcoholic. <laughs> um, what else? I take green tea, because um, that has a lot of benefits and antioxidants and whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, probiotic because we're old now and that's aids in digestion um i there's t- five i take i take a digestive enzyme trying to get skinny and what's the last oh, zinc no iron no oh. zinc. zinc or iron i don't know whatever. you yeah what's your digestive enzyme this is actually information that i love i feel like people will love this um it's just a it's literally just like a is it called digestive digestive enzyme, enzyme. yeah oh. i think it has like like bromelain, um, whatever the fuck yeah. is in Aya and some other shit. I don't know, whatever. I take totally different ones, which is so interesting. I have like thyroid issues. So I take B12, just the gummies because they're yummy. Um, and then I take magnesium citrate, helps you poop, calms you down. I take zinc, I take calcium, I take iron, I take psyllium for those are all thyroid as well and i take oh apple cider vinegar mm. um gummies no just the which truly like if i would recommend if you don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar do not get the capsules because they are potent 
The yeah. second you can, I can smell them in my cupboard. They're so strong. That's like the exact reason I will never take like omega threes because I just like don't want to taste the fish. Fish. That's like, once again, I don't eat seafood. I don't eat seafood. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of New Girl recently. How is it not the best show ever? Oh, it's the best. It's the best. I've been, um, because it's a really like good show to have on in the background because like I've already seen it all. So it's just like good like, background. Also, can I just get on my horse for one second? Yes. I don't want to hear anyone talk about The Office or Friends until I watch the entire series of New Girl yeah. and Parks and Rec because I need you to fully immerse yourself in real comedy Mm-hmm. and then come back to me and give me which ones are the best sorry mm-hmm. and there's also um i feel like there's three other shows that don't get nearly enough community community yes workaholics oh workaholics and truly one of the funniest shows <laughs> yeah. that like so underrated yeah and my all-time favorite um it's always sunny in philadelphia i think that is the best funniest show on oh, the planet it's so smart those are like smart humor that like I actually think people don't realize how many like quotes are from like those are the type of shows that like little tidbit quotes come from yeah, yeah. I don't people realize you just yeah. meme them and you don't realize sorry but you've been watching new girl yeah and um my friend the other day was like you are literally like the embodiment of Jess I like sing everything and I'm just like weird and fucking quirky. And, and she's like, you are, <laughs> you're her. Do you know what's so funny is that like my friends used to always call me Jess for New Girls. Really? Well, because I just like, because I do the same thing. I sing yeah. everything and dance. <laughs> and like, I'm just weird. Oh my God, are we, are we soul mates? I think we are. Kindred spirits as they, as it were. If you must. Yeah. <laughs> I think like the whole theme of this podcast it's just fucking trusting people. Mm-hmm. Play yeah. people. I just yeah. think at this age, again, we're in our 30s. I don't know if you know that, but we, <laughs> we're dating in our 30s. <laughs> we're 30 and thriving. Y- yep. Um, ish. But is that like, if you are at this age, I hope to God that you've established some sort of life for yourself, even if it's not like a job, because most of us are still trying to figure that out. I hope you've established like friendships and just, like, some self-worth, and if you're dating somebody, and you feel like you need to, like, check up on them, or, like, not allow them to go see people, I just think you need to take some time for yourself still. Yeah. Ladies, freeze your eggs. Take four to five years. (laughs) Work on yourself. (laughs) Book a trip to Bali. (laughs) Once airports open up again. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, don't do that yet. No, but when it does, work on yourself because nobody's got time for that this is a great segue as as well I found a good date question might be awkward to ask us on the first date but apparently this is the best way to tell a person's person like they're a good person or bad person is to give a hypothetical situation or bring them to this hypothetical situation you take your cart to the car there's no one around there's no cart parking place but there's like a median um what do you do with the cart you mean if there's no cart parking place like there's no you know those like cart like Like where you put the carts yes and like the store is really far away but there's a median with grass in front of your car so like the cart the the store is like a two minute walk away what do you do with the cart 
Well, there's if there's no defined place for it, then I guess you would there just- There is, like at the store, back at the store. Oh, I would take it to the store. Okay, see, that's the right question. Yeah. Like the whole thing is like, is you can tell based on like that answer, the type of person- Yeah, someone. I actually heard that recently. I think it was probably on a TikTok or some shit. Probably. But they were like, that is like the one true test of like, if like you would behave like in like an anarchy situation, if you yeah. would like- continue doing what is right or doing what is convenient for when there's you. Like no laws there's no like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah there's no punishment but then I was like and then someone else yeah so I, I think it was on TikTok but then I did see somewhere else where someone's like this is a great question to ask someone when you first meet them somehow because it's like the best like because I know for a fact that my first ex-boyfriend of the long, long-term one would have left the cart on the median yeah and he would have answered that as like i would leave the car at the median and he wasn't a good person so i'm like i feel like it is a really good test of like mm-hmm. so next time you're on a doit um <laughs> just dot um just have someone have spider monkey come back around and ask what <laughs> they would do in a zombie apocalypse again <laughs> next question for you <laughs> We're in a zombie apocalypse and we go to Walmart. What do you do with a cart? <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a that's a good one. That yeah. is a good one. I will never use it, but you use it on your third date. Tell me how it is, okay? I will. I'll let you know when we decide what we're doing on the date. I can't wait. Yeah. Living vicariously. I hate that. No, I'm not living vicariously. That's my least favorite thing anyone ever says in the entire world. Yeah, no, it's, it, I don't like it either. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Or when they go, pack me in your suitcase when you're going on vacation. Cute. You want me to human traffic you? <laughs> you want me to be a fucking people smuggler? Human trafficker? A mule? Oh, yeah. That's all. That's all I have for everyone today, I think. All right, I think so. Maybe next time we'll have a guest. <laughs> a guest? Let's have, let's try and have Sam. Sam? Sam is the one who's right? Yeah. You have too many friends. That's my, that's, Sam, I know who you are. I just, she has too many friends. Um, so popular. So popular. Let's have her on, because that could be really fun. We had a that's fun good. little segment planned. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be, that gonna be good. Gonna be good. Um, okay, well, all right. Fucking lovely, and I cannot wait to see you in person. I know. I know. This I'm going to cheers with my number one dad mug today. All right. I'll cheers with my bottle of Prosecco that I'm drinking for with no reason on a Monday. No, it's a Monday. It's, <laughs> it's a Monday. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Ending this. <laughs>